Oh my gosh, listen, I <laughs> forgot. And I don't know that forgot is the right word, but like I just spaced that it was my husband's birthday. And I always do a birthday podcast for those core four, for the core four, right? Remember, that's myself, my two daughters, and my husband. I always do podcast episodes related to birthdays for the core four. And somewhere caught up in myself, I spaced that. And so today's episode is dedicated and in full acknowledgement of my husband, the ultimate partner and supporter. And I can't, what I will say is for those of you going, oh my gosh, how amazing she has a husband who supports her. It hasn't always looked like that. Okay. We've had to come to the table and decide to grow together in support of one another and all of the things that we want to explore and get out of this life together. And that's, that leads to some sticky, scary conversations. Um, but once you get on the same page, it leads to the most beautiful conversations you could ever imagine. So yeah, kind of having a little celebrate day for my partner in this life and in all the, the things. Um, yeah. So we're breaking that down. And I don't know. Should we all get the chance to find someone worth growing with? Um, there's nothing that you could ever be more thankful for. And I am extremely grateful for the fact that I have found someone willing to keep growing and challenging me and himself. Let's go. Welcome to season three. Um, I would love to tell you that season three is full of so many twists and turns and craziness that's going to come in. And honestly, it could be. But this podcast is my own personal journal of escaping from what I deemed a life that wasn't really fit for me. And that started in season one, rooted in the fact that my dream had died and I didn't know what my goals were in life anymore. And as we've walked through the valley of what that looks like and everything encompassing, we've been recording. And so I'm excited to be going into season three. I don't know what's in store for us, but I can tell you that from season one to now, Every day feels a little bit better and a lot more aligned. So I'm excited that you're here. If you're just finding this today in season three, um, you can go back and find all the past episodes. I started at around the age of 30 recording this podcast um, every weekday, working through this really painful Point in my life and we're just starting into season three and I'm excited to see where we get. It's a whole lot of entrepreneur creative vibes that are going out into this world and the more that I get to experience that the better that I feel. So gear up, load up, 
let's all go out and change the world however that looks for us. But more than anything, let's forgive ourselves for our dream dying and start getting back to rebuilding after that. Hey, how are you doing today? Probably great, because that's kind of how we show up. Or maybe you're not doing great, but maybe you're allowing yourself to process that, to feel what it feels like to not feel amazing. Like you're not taking the opportunity to just blaze right past it. You're allowing yourself to feel it and you're allowing yourself to feel how you heal it. And I don't know, it seems like the more painful route because certainly there are easier ways to get through it. But no matter what, you are doing this life thing with yourself. (laughs) And so all of the things that that includes, right? Maybe that looks like anxiety or depression or ADD or or just like being full of energy, but then also being in extreme low forms of energy. Like all of the inclusive traits that you've come to know as yourself. They're not going away. And so maybe, maybe it's time to fully feel them. Maybe it's time to fully heal from those instead of continuing to mask and band-aid and do all of these things that we're sort of told in this culture are the norm and are okay. I remember sitting in doctor's offices and them being like, it's perfectly normal for young mothers, for young professionals, for young women to feel this way. And I was sitting there like, I feel like it should be the exact opposite. (laughs) I work at that point. I was working with people who had in some semblance lost their minds and they had all had perfectly good reasons for that. So I worked with dementia and Alzheimer's patients and like they had reasons. Some of them survived Nazi Germany as Jewish people like they went through hardships one of the people that I worked with very closely he's he was a prisoner of war like I can't even imagine what he saw and I was like those instances they need help now right like they survived things they're reverting back to those moments I get it man, let's let's medicate them let's help them through this and let's help them experience life as good as they can. But I was sitting there having not experienced anything close to what they were experiencing and feeling similar bouts of anxiety and depression. And it didn't make sense to me. And I could sit there on doctor's tables and you could tell me that it's normal for people my age, but I was sitting there like it freaking shouldn't be. What are we doing to fix this? Why would we just keep masking and coding this? And for some people who are really suffering, that's the only way to start seeing a light. And for me, it was like, dude, I get it. I get that we're all suffering. But like, part of me knew that I needed to feel this 
in order to understand how I could start fixing it. And that was not an overnight process. And the beauty of modern medicine is there are a lot of ways out there to cope with this very quickly. But I wanted the full experience of life. And I wanted to learn how to combat these things myself. Because I knew, no matter what, that's what it was always going to come back to. I was always going to be facing these demons. They were always going to come back up. And I didn't want to keep seeking solutions that were going to just mask it for a while until it came back up again. And I would not settle for the fact that it was normal for someone at 26 to be experiencing these things just because I was a mom, just because I was a professional. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not settling for that. There's something else going on. And sort of at the start of this podcast was the exploration of what was going on. And what was going on was the loss of purpose in life. And at that point, I was sort of handing it out to everyone else. Well, you'll be my purpose. You'll be my purpose. Are you my mother? Are you my purpose? Here, child, are you now my purpose? Here, husband, are you now my purpose? Here, new friend, are you now my purpose? Right? And that was the issue. I just kept handing my light over to everyone and I had lost my own light and that's not even my great thing. But here we are just talking on a whim about things. And I just want you to know that on the other side of choosing yourself, of choosing to feel, while there is a lot of pain in between, And there are a lot of opportunities to tap out. As someone who's coming back from that journey and getting to experience bouts of old self, full self, uh, holy crap. (laughs) I, I cannot recommend that path any more than I do right now. And... That's leading us perfectly into my great thing. And you should know that, uh, come on, this is the most exciting thing. There are like a million exciting things, but this might be the top. This may top the entire year. This may top a good majority of my life. Yesterday, mm, yesterday was a yummy, 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 yummy experience of life. I'm blessed and amazed at how many amazing things and people and experiences and like my mind is blown. And then it's not because I'm like, hi, this is the vibration, sis. This is, you're calling in who you're supposed to be calling in. Keep it up. Keep it up. Let's tap in more. And part of tapping in more led me to a quick Facebook scroll and an ad. And this ad is the most life-changing ad that we could ever have. And I am being extremely extreme about this and so super dramatic. And there are way better things. And if you're experiencing a super low point in your life right now, you're probably going, this girl is crazy, but I am telling you, this is everything. I knew when I left my job 
that I was supposed to be building companies. And like, that's a pretty dramatic sell. Okay. Some crazy person on a podcast is someday going to build companies and like not small scale companies, like major, major stuff. And that's a bigger vision, but like, that's where we're going. Anyways, part of that is this continued research and understanding of like the type of environment that I want to build with these companies, with the people that I employ, with with what I'm building, right? And so part of that is what kind of leader will I be? And so I'm, I scroll on the book and boom, <laughs> all of a sudden it's this crazy ad and it's this guy in this suit and he walks up to this table and there's like a little button there. And... <laughs> He, he pushes the button. You can't really see what it is. And all of a sudden it goes, 30 second dance party. And then it just plays like <laughs> this dance music. And listen, every piece of me like is, is so unrhythmically gifted. People laugh at me a lot of times, people, when I say people, mostly my husband and my family, because I can't even really clap on rhythm. I can match whatever someone else is doing, usually. Like if if someone sings something, I could probably copy it and master it after a while. I'm sure I'll fall in and out of tune, but like I can copy something. This is why I literally got kicked out of choir because the expectation was that you just understood music and I just, I could copy anything, but I couldn't like read music and understand how to sing like that. But that didn't mean that I couldn't sing. That just meant that I learned in a different way. I'm just saying I shouldn't have been kicked out and I wasn't kicked out. I left because I was so scared because like they just kept coming to my section and not understanding how, how who was off pitch and I was always off pitch because I couldn't like learn in that way I couldn't read music I just didn't get it and I left it was too anxiety ridden but I swear to you I could sing I swear anyways that's debatable but regardless here's the deal you push this button and it erupts into this 30 second dance party. And I'm like, I went to a conference and that was what they did. Like, oh, we're all going to dance and it's going to be this big, huge thing. And I really think that it was just to get good video footage of something different from the normal status quo conference. Right. And you could kind of feel the fakeness of it. And when I was doing it, it was very fake. But Yesterday, when I saw this dance party button, I was like, that's, that's the kind of CEO I am. Like, we can't take things too serious. We need to be able to tap in and out. We need to be able to, to weave in and out of our lives and the reality of the world. Like, this is the kind of energy I want to bring. And I think about like, teams that I have coached and people I have had the ability to lead. And that's always who I've been. I'm kind of hard to read. Okay. Cause I kind of put up the super stoic focus, 
driven, type A type of leader. But then, like, I know when we got to turn it on, when we can turn it off, and, like, trying to balance all of that. And so my great thing is finding this dance party button because even for me, I can get way too in the zone, way too type A about what we're doing. And sometimes I'm going to need to tap our team out, but also my team's going to need to be able to tap me out. And a 30 second dance party is everything. And can you even imagine? Right? You're super stressed and you're just like, oh, what? Oh, what? Here comes the beat. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Right? Like, just loosen it up. What? What is all this stress about? Like, st- stress to me at this point is a super unnecessary emotion. Right? And how often are we choosing and calling in stress and how often do we actually have to? I don't think that often. And so dance party button commence. I cannot wait for this to come. You should also know that, you know, in good, true, on brand fashion, this dance party button is bright yellow. And so I am convinced that this was made just for me, that no one else would ever need this product, but I certainly do. They had, you could just buy the one, you could buy a three pack or you could buy an eight pack. And my hashtag goals is to have the need to purchase the eight pack within the year. Like I have enough offices, I have enough employees, like we need it. I need to be able to buy the eight pack. I need to have a reason. I didn't have a reason yesterday. I was like, really, I just need one. It's just me. We'll just walk around. We'll carry the button. Like it's going to look weird in my back pocket of my pants because why are girls pockets so dang small? Anyways, it's going to look weird, but like we could do it. We'll figure it out. We'll carry it. We'll just have the one. And we will need to order eight sometime soon. Okay, so that's my great thing. Dance party button. I can't get enough of it. I can't wait for it to come. It already shipped. I'm here for it. I am going to excessively use that, but not, but like always sort of have it because that's who I want to be. There's no reason to take any of this too serious. And... 30 second dance party in the middle of a day. Come on. Perfect. Okay. So today, what I realized is that my husband's birthday came and passed. And usually, in true tradition, I do a birthday appreciation podcast. And it only dawned on me this morning that I did not do that. But if it fell on a weekend, but so did my girls. And I remembered to do it. So, We've been a little bit all up in our heads here at the death of a dream, myself, mostly, but we're figuring it out and leaning on things to heal, listening to myself, what I need, how I need to release that. And here I am. And yeah. And so somehow we missed it. But here's what I will tell you. Here is the podcast on the husband of mine. Okay. 
this is what I'll say about marriage and relationships and life. And this is the one thing that I have learned to be true. It is hard to grow with someone. And that is the task at hand. Like, that's what the focus should be. How do we grow together on this? And you're not always going to be growing together, but there will be points, and I would say mostly when you have, like, young children, where you just need to, like, chill on each other for a little while. Like, you're likely going to hate most of each other and the experience, and it's so beautiful and so wonderful, but at the same time, the most maddening and threatening and complicated because you're just overly tired and annoyed with anyone that comes around. Like, it's kind of sucky. And you kind of, if you're trying to push or make things happen in that moment, I just feel like it's more conflict than necessary. Like, just kind of survive. And at the end of it, <laughs> at the end of the madness, you can kind of get back to focusing. But for a little while, the focus becomes like, figuring out how to sleep and eat and life. And so like, don't overcomplicate that. Just know that you're always going to be growing together. And I don't know, you know, we've gone through so much as a couple and this whole adventure is a major stressor on a relationship because you're asking someone to give and believe before there really is any reason to give and believe. And my husband <laughs> has been an amazing partner in that. And I know, I know that that has always not been easy. I know that there have been plenty of reasons to not believe, to not continue being generous and allowing this to go on, and to not continue sacrificing self, things that we all want, <laughs> um, sacrificing just like the life that we could have comparatively, uh, but knowing that this is a part of like the give and take of what a relationship takes sometimes. And so I remember last year, me being like, bro, I can go back to work. I really can. I I understand this probably isn't going to happen. And I know that it's putting a lot of stress on just how we're lifing right now. And so I'm sorry, man, I can go back. And he firmly said, no, 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 no. Nope. Because even though this is super messy, and even though <laughs> you maybe have no idea where this is going, this is a better version of you. And so you should keep going in that work. And you'll figure it out. And he sort of has this, mm, and I don't even think that he knows that he's doing it. But like he has this way of just coming in with these one-liners that impact me in profound ways and send me spiraling into self-discovery that like no one else has ever done for me. And it's crazy because it's, it's so small and he probably just says it and like releases it and then goes, Oh, I'll go on about my day. But man, he gets it. And he doesn't even have to do anything to get it, to say the thing. And for whatever reason, 
this man that I've chosen to do life with forever, for whatever reason, he has always believed in a bigger me than I could see. And that is what you're looking for. And the beauty of that is that that is exactly what I see in him. And even though he's in the sort of sacrificial phase of what this looks like, he is super committed to that. Super committed to figuring out how to make this happen so that I can bring all of this to life. And that doesn't look like, oh my gosh, you are so lucky. You have someone who brings in enough money to secure your family. Huh. Mm -mm. Here's the deal. Hannah's, we cut life. We cut a good majority of life out of the life that we were living before. The kids are having to balance because they aren't going to daycare like they were before. That was a major life cut that we did, right? Like cut some expenses. We cut some things. And we figured out how to do life on a lot less than we were doing before. And that means we don't get fancy vehicles. And that means that we don't have the fancy of us, fan, fanciest, <laughs> fanciest of house. And that means, right, we like reprioritize life. And this is of utmost importance. This is what we're building. This is what we're doing. This is worth reorganizing life for and figuring out. And I think it all relies on this bigger picture of for whatever reason, <laughs> my husband and now more people are coming to the table. Just believe in my ability to do all of these things that I can see very clearly coming to fruition. And most importantly, and I would say this is the harder part because you can believe, but then like still be making underlying comments and, and still not really believe in it and probably go back home and and talk to your friends about how insane your wife likely is and how she is certainly going to run you into the poorhouse. And it, right, like, why wouldn't you? But, like, not only did my husband commit to just believing, he also began shifting his mindset. So, like, the power of manifestation and energies and the <laughs> vortex doesn't just lie with me. Eventually, when we all get to that place, it'll be the power of two. And I truly believe that that is why we unionize. That is why we, we couple, why we go into marriages and why we choose that person. Like we are supposed to strengthen one another. They are supposed to come in with one-liners that change and challenge your life forever. I mean, when he said, when I wasn't going to apply for my first head coaching job because I didn't think that I was qualified for it, and he said, like, you're not going to want to coach under anyone else. 
why not bring your vision to life? Like that forever impacted me. And he still has that same belief about me building my own companies. Like you're not going to want to continue working under someone else's vision. Build something for yourself. What do you want to do? You're capable. Go. And he not only says the things, he has always believed the things, even though it has taken a lot of mental work to sort of strengthen ourselves as a unit. And it hasn't always been in, um, we haven't always been perpendicular in that work, right? Like I've been working on this for a while, right? I believe that when you're in close proximity to someone, it's hard to see the growth, right? And so it took a minute for him to like, really see this taking hold and really see the power, the impact that this work has had. And while he could see it, seeing and believing, right, the energies are very different. And so as soon as he could see and truly believe and truly start to step into that vortex and start to go into his own deeper self-development work, then we could all move forward in what this looks like. And I don't know, man. Growing together is the hardest thing that you could ever be up against in this world because there are so many distractions and there are so many things and there are so many ways to get off course in that work and there are so many societal norms that like pose you in the complete opposite direction, that we should not believe in our spouses, that we should think that their little business ideas are dumb or crazy or going to drain us as all of our finances. Like, listen, I am team Jordan and whatever Jordan says is going to set his soul on fire, then I'm all in. And I don't care if that's a set soul on fire for two days, two weeks, Two years, the rest of his life, like whatever it is, I'll be there. And I think it's probably one of the most beautiful instances in my life and experiences of growing up with someone. Like, I truly believe that we were both put here put on each other's paths by some weird, crazy, I can't even explain the universe at this point, path. Um, And I think we were both given to each other to heal and continue finding the light in one another. I find our stories like beautifully poetic uh, in some instances of the work that I'm doing, I would someday like to see. <laughs> I've never said this out loud, but I'm going to say it. Um, like my husband to bring a male version to the death of a dream because he very much is experiencing what I experienced. But obviously it's different, guys. Guys are different. Males are different. And so wouldn't that be cool 
if we could both sort of write our own experience of what this looks like from a female perspective, from a male perspective, but at the end of the day, from a whole perspective that you deserve to live your dream life and like you didn't have to give up just because it didn't go right the first time or the second time or the third time or the whatever version you're on today, you don't have to give up on what lights your soul on fire. Like you have a purpose here. And I am forever blessed that I have a partner in this life who allowed me to, to freely and safely explore what that purpose looks like. And I, I am so grateful that he has allowed me to do that. And I cannot even wait for him to, for me to be able to give him that same gift to go on a journey like this safely and beautifully and just explore what it is going to be and recover from his own death of the dreams. We are both supposed to be amazing athletes who did something with our lives and sort of came back home with our tail between our legs. That would be my explanation of it, but I would love to hear and see his explanation of it as like male to male. How do they save each other? How do they talk the same language? Um, I don't know. That's like a, a bigger vision, but I can see that very clearly happening too, should that ever be something that my husband wants to explore. And growing together is hard, um, but I am extremely grateful that my partner in life was born 33 years ago last Saturday, and um, he continues to challenge, support, and grow uh, right along with me. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, go ahead and check us, me, it's just me, out on (laughs) all of our socials. I post every day a post with some inspirational, I don't know, quotes and movements, um, definitely on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at The Death of a Dream, also on LinkedIn, but I think that's just me. It's just Hannah Ness. Um, But you can check out kind of some daily encouragement to go down, chase your dreams, and live your best life. You can always check back here in the show notes for anything that we might have talked about at some point in the show, anything that I'm creating at this given point. I won't necessarily talk about it on the podcast every single day, but you can always find what I'm working on in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening. You, all of you, whether you listen to one episode, five minutes or five seconds, make a difference to me. And I couldn't be here doing this work if no one listened at all. So every person over one is just a bonus. And I feel extremely grateful to be a part of your day. Thank you.